Hello everyone! Since our last recorded episode of Animation Aficionados, we've lost some greats from the world of animation voiceover. Ephraim Zibalist Jr., the voice of Alfred from Batman the Animated Series, passed away, and more recently we lost Bob Hastings, the voice of Commissioner Gordon, from that same series. But perhaps most notably, we lost Casey Kasem, whom animation fans will remember for his time on the original Transformers, Scooby-Doo, and the voice of Robin on the Super Friends. In this opening segment, Ben and I talk about the life and career of Casey Kasem. This is a long-distance dedication. <laughs> it reads, Dear Casey, <laughs> you're in heaven now with Snuggles. There's a there's a little bit of a soft effect to when Casey Kasem does does his letters, you know, it's like I know. The funny thing is Trey Parker does it perfectly. It was perfect, even though it was like a South Park voice. <laughs> yes, I know. But it's that inflection that's like, wow, Trey Parker's a voice actor. Who are you? My name is Casey Miller, and I'm in the third grade. Ever since I can remember, people have told me I should read the morning announcements. My friends always said to me, Dear Casey, your voice is like butter to our ears. Could you please find a way to get that audible chocolate on the airwaves? Well, here I am, and hopefully I'll be the kid with the job. But uh, let's let's start with uh, Casey Kasem's animation career. You know, he was in Skyhawks, mm-hmm. Hot Wheels, Chattanooga Cats, uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You? as Shaggy. The signature role that he did for many decades. Yes. You know, he was Adolf Hitler in Dean Martin's Celebrity Roast. And he was upset about Carbamia. Yes. The basic gist of this is that he was mostly a background voice character. He didn't really have any, he didn't really have many uh, recurring roles, with the exception of uh, Shaggy Rogers from Scooby-Doo. And he had, like, three roles on, on the original Transformers. From which he, also, he famously walked out because of uh, an episode involving a uh, a parody of a Middle Eastern dictator. Yeah, I, I think he's a little touchy. Yeah, to uh, which Flint Dilly was like, "Look, you you can you get someone like like Gaddafi to stop behaving the way he does. I'll stop making cartoons about him." <laughs> <laughs> well, you gotta remember, Casey Kasem also states that Shaggy Rogers is a vegetarian when yeah. clearly there are cold cuts on the sub. Yeah, and he was only really. A vegetarian in uh, What's New Scooby-Doo and anything else he happened to be voicing Shaggy for in the in the later 90s or 2000s because as soon as Matthew Lillard took over that whole vegetarian thing went out the window and Matthew did Matthew Lillard also do the do voice takeover yeah that's what I'm saying he was same guy as the live-action movie and you know he's not the best Post Casey Kasem Shaggy, but as long as it if it keeps him away from doing live action movies, that's okay. <laughs> he really is terrible, isn't he? He his ability to sound like Shaggy comes and goes. Sometimes he's terrible, sometimes he's okay. I just mean live action. Yeah, I didn't really care for him in live action. <laughs> you know, it's he's almost as bad as Freddie Prince Jr. Oh God, Freddie Prince Jr. who may or may not still write for the WWE. You're kidding me. Yeah, he was a writer for WWE. 
And okay, by the way, we, well, we, will, we will not be transitioning into the Scooby-Doo WWE crossover because that's something we're saving for another time. I don't know. It's it's sort of like it's sort of like a pyrrhic victory on who's worst, uh, Matthew Lillard or Freddie Prince Jr., isn't it? Uh, I would I would go with Freddie Prince Jr. being worse. It's well, it's just the fact that he has the uh, the acting range of uh, board of wood. I mean, I mean, it's it's like he doesn't know how to emote or uh, or or or. Well, the biggest thing is he doesn't know how to how they emote. You know, as an actor, to not know how to emote is kind of bad. Yeah, that's kind of the whole point of acting. Yeah. So, um, as as I told Neil before the show, uh, Casey Kasem actually cameoed in Ghostbusters as himself. Yeah, he did a lot of cameos as himself, didn't he? Yes. Because it's it's like what else could he be? He's basically like known for being on radio, so he's. If he if he does a cameo in something, he's usually playing like a radio guy, I think. Yes. Well, he even played a radio in Transformers. Well, he played Teletran One. You want to call that a radio? <laughs> it's the computer. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but I can't you just imagine Teletran One saying it's playing the the smoothest hits uh, from Cybertron? Uh, maybe. With dedications from. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm gonna stop. At right least there. he wasn't saying I I I. Okay, I, I, I that, that flew that, over my head. That took you. Uh, Power Rangers. Oh fuck. <laughs> <laughs> but again, best known for being Shaggy. I mean, I mean, maybe the other, the only other role that he's really made a signature role out of was uh, Robin from like the Batman cartoons. Yeah. Well, the thing is, this is is I, I wouldn't say Casey Kasem had a huge range because he, he kind of didn't. No, he was basically Casey Kasem in every single role he ever did. Well, to be fair, Shaggy's a lot whinier than his. This is Casey Kasem. Yeah, but Casey Kasem could do that because he came from he came from the sixties and seventies, so he kind of he kind of knew the jive talk that that, that uh, Shaggy could do. Because if you listen to his to how he talks on the radio and how Shaggy talks, it's not that dissimilar. It's just it's a lot of like. Uh, 70s lingo. And then cursing about a fucking dead dog. Oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think there is a noticeable difference because, because radio, you know, top uh, top uh, 30 hit Casey Kasem, it's a lot smoother, a lot, yeah. lot mellower. And while, well, Shaggy's like, you know, zoinks and, and, and excited and, and agitated and energetic. Yeah, nervous and Brady Cat, whereas... And on some on some mood enhancers, one should say. Yeah, yeah. He has the munchies. <laughs> hint, hint. I think everyone knows where we're going with this. Yeah. But really, you know, he he did uh, you know, for years he he did he did lots of great work. He was always the one Shaggy that everyone looked for. Yeah. Well, Just he like was. How, he he and Freddie were like for the longest time. Those were like the two. Uh, guys who were who were like in everything until uh, he just couldn't do it anymore. Yeah, Frank Walker and Casey Kasem. Yeah, now it's just Frank Walker. Yep, but the, that's the thing is every time they did a Scooby Doo reunion and anything from uh, from uh, from uh, from Batman to to Johnny Bravo, they they had to make sure they got those two. Oh yeah, and they did mm-hmm. every time. I mean, even when they. Uh, even when they could have gotten, you know, when people who cared, you know, when they could have gotten the cheaper guys, they, they wanted to get Casey Kasem and Frank Welker. 
<clears throat> I mean, how long has I mean, was there ever a backstory to the Shaggy Rogers character that that made sense? And no, we're not going to count on pup named Scooby Doo. No, because I don't think it was, even if you don't count a pup named Scooby Doo, there's I'm pretty sure the the if there was any backstory, it was contradicted many many times. Like well, it's, I... it's it's contradicted by the fact that they've met so many celebrities, uh, many of whom have not even lived at the same time. <laughs> they met, I mean, they met Laurel and Hardy, and they met uh, they've met people who have been born <laughs> since the deaths of Laurel and Hardy, like uh, like uh, Gary Coleman. <laughs> so it's like they live in a time warp where like the the mystery machine is able to transcend time and space. There was an episode where they drove the drove to China. I mean, it's just like there there is no sense to be made out of Scooby Doo. It's got more continuity holes than Transformers. Well, the funny thing is, uh, is actually in several Scooby Doo episodes of classic Scooby Doo, they did say that uh, Shaggy was on the gym team on the gymnast team in their high school, mm-hmm. and it was weird things like that that sort of like sort of tried to build up a uh, continuity. You know who you know who actually did a pretty good uh, Shaggy when they couldn't get Casey Kasem. Who's that? Billy West. Oh yeah, that's right. Was he the one who did who did him in uh, uh, Zombie Island? Yes. Oh, okay. I remember the the Zombie Island. That was like the first time that we had like the new Scooby voice, and um, it wasn't Frank Welker at that time, but whoever did it in that cartoon was good, and. Uh, Billy West doing Shaggy was pretty good. Yeah, it was it was uh, Scott Innes as Scooby Doo. Yeah, and, and it was Frank Welker as Fred Jones still. Yeah, and I think the voice for for uh, Daphne in that uh, I think she died some years ago. And whoever they got for Velma, they gave Velma a really breathy voice. Like like all of a sudden she had this really really sexy voice, and I'm like that's not right for Velma. For some reason I'm okay with this. That was B.J. Ward. Yeah, and then uh, who was a Playboy bunny? Well, actually, if that's if B.J. Ward was Scarlet, so that's not the actress I was thinking of. So, uh-huh. and uh, the voice of uh, of Velma uh, now is uh, Natalie from Facts of Life. Ah, Min- Mindy Khan. Interesting. <laughs> and once you hear it, you'll be like, "Oh yeah." <laughs> I'm just saying when you, when you get, when you get a, a playmate doing Velma's voice, it is a little yeah. strange. That's how I feel about that. But yeah, like I said, there's Casey Kasem. He did make a very strong stand about the whole vegetarianism, and I think that's one of the things that sort of turned me off about it because, like, can't you just, you know, can't you just separate your character role? from you and just be okay with it, you know? I think that's part of the reason why they got Billy West to do the voice, because they were just like, you know what, we don't want to put up with Casey. Again, conjecture on my part, I can't prove that, but I would guess that that might be part of the reason. Well, he only did it that one time. I mean, after that, they they got they brought back the Kaysen. Yeah, because a big part of that was them, <coughs> you know, eating crawdads, and I'm sure Casey was just like, you know, I don't want I don't want my character eating crawdads. Those are animals. They're innocent creatures. Dude, they're they're insects of the sea. They're bugs. Yeah. They have no brains. So do you want to talk about the circumstances of Kasem's sad departure? Um, sure. So everyone I know is saying foul play, foul play, foul play. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know if you could actually say that. I do think that uh, she, his wife may have accelerated his demise because she did try to, I don't know what she was trying to do, supposedly trying to get him out of the country for some reason. I mean, they where where did they find him on a on a Indian reservation? In Washington State. Yeah, and it's like, what are you doing? It's like you shouldn't. This elderly man, he's like 82 years old. He's on his in the in the twilight of his years, and what what the hell is she doing moving him? So, yeah, I wouldn't call it foul play, but it, I would call it like uh, negligence. And thank goodness the kids caught up with him and. You know, I'd, I'd make the joke, except Ralph Garman already did it. I'll say, oh, I'll say it anyway. It's uh, she would have gotten away with it if it weren't for those meddling kids. <laughs> well, the thing is this: it's uh, he took the whole Arab American thing very seriously because yeah. he he wanted to show like pro positive Arab American literature and stuff endorsed by him. He so he 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 like Neil said earlier, he took extreme offense to Gaddafi being made fun of. It's like, but he's crazy. Yeah, that's more a political thing. I mean, it's like, you know, it has nothing to do with this. I mean, I'm I'm half Korean, and I say, go ahead, make fun of Kim Jong Il. He's a, yeah. he's a lunatic. He's nothing to do with the race. I mean, Neil's from Chicago. He'll tell you, make fun of half the people there. Oh yeah. Well, I'm not technically not in Chicago. Okay. Well, you get the idea. Yeah. yeah I, I think Casey Kasem was a real touchy feely kind of guy, you know. Yeah, touchy is one way to put it. I wonder if uh, oh, usually Flint Dilly has something to say about about uh, Casey on on Facebook. I haven't seen him post all day. I think he doesn't want to bring up anything negative. Yeah, I think he's just he he had kind of a falling out with Casey, and he's just I think he's just like keeping it to himself today, which is good. But that hasn't stopped people from from uh, reposting the. Uh, well, are you with the number two? <laughs> what? The, well, the, Casey the ra- Case is doing a long distance dedication about the deceased Dazog and something yeah, to say the, the letter U at the number two. Yeah. The the deceased dog and uh, how he doesn't like coming off of upbeat tunes when he's going to do a death dedication. Yeah, and uh, not quite as legendary as uh, as the uh, the Orson Welles. Yeah. Peas. Yeah, Orson Welles didn't so much freak out as just, you know, <laughs> basically dress down some poor guy on the, on the soundboard. But he was technically right, because what he was saying was correct. He was like, how can I put emphasis on you more than... You know what I mean? He's, he's like... You show me how you can start a start a sentence with in, and I'll go down on you. <laughs> yes, we'll make cheese for you. That's the Animaniacs version. I know, but the lips said the other thing, yeah. which I thought was hilarious. I'm sure they recorded a version where uh, where the voice actor said that. Or they probably just sent sent that Orson Welles tape over to Korea and was like, here, just animate the mouth flaps to this. Yes. <laughs> and then they overdubbed it later. <laughs> well, you know, they they were playing around with that sound clip for years before oh, they yeah. did that. Yeah. Yeah, that sound clip was very infamous among people inside the industry and never didn't really come to uh, come to the public uh, arena until like the internet, of course. Of course. Because now you can actually post stuff like that. Because if if that had come out like pre-internet, it would have been like bleep the hell. Because like 
television, radio, you can't really put stuff like that out there. And who the hell is going to put it on like a cassette, you know? Fuck you, Baltimore. <laughs> oh, God. Thank you, Internet, for <laughs> opening the door to behind-the-scenes humor. Yes. But anyway. So, you know, Casey Kasem, it's a sad story. It's a yeah. sad end for a very long, very colorful career. But mostly Shaggy. Yeah, mostly Shaggy. There's not, there's not really much to say about him because he did the top forty, he did Shaggy, and he did uh, a couple voice on Transformers, and he did Robin, and that's pretty much it. Yes. It's like he did. He was in a lot of stuff, but like nothing really noteworthy. And he he did a voice in Captain Planet for Christ's sake, Lexo Starbuck. Yeah, he made evil coffee. Oh, no, I'm making that up. I don't oh, know. good. <laughs> oh, he was in Battle of the Planets. Like See, the funny Planet. thing is, that almost sounds like that could have been a Captain Planet episode. There's really not that much to say. Yeah. You know, he's done great charity work. He left behind several children. He worked. His career, I think, is longer than Dick Clark's in radio. Probably. But I don't, there's not much to say. He was shaggy. He was shaggy. And he kept a perfectly good head of dark hair all his life. Yeah. What do you think, Neil? Just for men? I would think so. Shoe polish? <laughs> I think just for men. Uh, it's pretty dark, you know? It's like. Yeah. Well, I think we sort of petered out there, but. Uh... Yeah, I kind of did. Tell me again about the 79 countries. It's like this. Cartoon Network's the same in those countries as it is here, except for little differences. Example. Okay. Know what they call pound puppies in Paris? They don't call them pound puppies. Nah, they don't have pounds in France. They have the metrics. Then what do they call them? They call them less puppies well. No way. Yeah. Well, what do they call smurfs in Spain? Like a smurf is a smurf. They just call them Los Esmurfs. Los Esmurfs? Yeah, and in Morocco, Morocco Mole is just called Mole. <laughs> wow, 200 million served. I can't see you over the view. Do you like Scooby movies? Of course. I was just about to watch the one with Sandy Duncan. Ooh, that's my favorite. I can see you like popcorn with your movies. What did you say? Do you like popcorn with your movies? That's not what you said. Where are you? Hello, Daphne. <laughs> Good gag, huh? Can I have some popcorn? Scooby movies today at 1 on Cartoon Network. The countdown will begin this Sunday afternoon at 1, right here on the radio station you grew up with. Music Radio 138. Oh, fuck. What the hell's going on here? Oh, geez, well, isn't it the last hour? We got another hour to do? Geez, I thought we were almost finished. Good golly, Miss Molly. Boy, this is fucking ponderous, man. Ponderous, fucking ponderous. Hi, this is Casey Kasem. American Top 40 has moved to a new time. I hope you'll join me this Saturday morning and every Saturday morning at 2. 2. Now, we're up to our long-distance dedication. 
And this one is about kids and pets and a situation that we can all understand, whether we have kids or pets or neither. It's from a man in Cincinnati, Ohio, and here's what he writes. Dear Casey, this may seem to be a strange dedication request, but I'm quite sincere, and it'll mean a lot if you play it. Recently, there was a death in our family. He was a little dog named Snuggles, but he was most certainly a part of... Let's come start again. From coming out of the record. Play the record, okay? Please. See, when you come out of those up-tempo goddamn numbers, man, it's impossible to make those transitions. And then you got to go into somebody dying. You know, they do this to me all the time. I don't know what the hell they do it for, but goddamn it, if we can't come out of a slow record, I don't understand it. Is Don on the phone? Okay, I want a goddamn concerted effort to come out of a record that isn't a fucking up-tempo record every time I do a goddamn death dedication. Now, make it, and I also want to know what happened to the pictures I was supposed to see this week. This is a god, last goddamn time. I want somebody to use his fucking brain to not come out of a goddamn record that is, uh, that, that's up-tempo, and i got to talk about a fucking dog dying. It's action. It's drama. It's comedy. It's DeCian, the superhero webcomic. DeCian's got superhero antics and sexy girls. Read it now at DeCian.com. D-A-S-I-E-N.com. I've got one last thing before we start. Uh, okay. I watched I watched a movie this week that is so horrendous. I gotta I gotta spill it okay. here. Uh, Scooby Doo and the, <laughs> the WrestleMania mystery. You did not. I watched that. it. That's I the have best that. Movie ever. I need to I need to watch that. It so is it is so what? horrendous. <laughs> Let me watch that and let's talk about that because I've been meaning to watch this for a while. Okay, I won't spoil anything, but I will no, say I, that. No, I read your review. I read your review. I will like, say that I was disappointed that that the bad guy wasn't Vince McMahon because that okay, would have been that okay. would have been. Perfect. I got away with it too. You would have been like, "It was me, Scooby. It was me all along." <laughs> you see, that would have been that would have been epic, but like. No, okay, I'm going to watch it anyway because I want to see how horrible this is. Hello, welcome to the Animation Aficionados. Tonight we are talking about the real Ghostbusters, no faux busters, on the one day plus the 30th anniversary of the movie. So, of course, you know my co-host, TV's Mr. Neal. We came, we saw, we bowled. Also with us is our favorite guest, Kitty Hawk. Print is dead. And also with us is Red Ink. Cats and dogs sleeping together. Mass hysteria. <laughs> Not quite, but close. But uh, anyways, uh, I found out an interesting fact. Are you panicking? I found uh-huh. out an interesting fact that uh-huh. there are people that are 30 years old that have not seen Ghostbusters. Yep. Yeah, that's that's understandable. I mean, it aired when it was like first out when they were born. So, but it's Ghostbusters. Yeah, but like, I mean, like you could say that about The Godfather, and I know people that are under thirty who've never seen The Godfather. So it's like, and I mean, you could say maybe even I could say I didn't see The Godfather because, well, that's impossible because like we had television. But um, yeah. But you get what I'm saying. It's like, it is sad. Like, you're like, oh. But at the same time, it's like, you can't expect people to to see everything. But they should. They should have this list just like Steve Rogers did. 
in the second Captain America film of things you have to see. Uh, you yeah. can do that for anyone. Like, I guess, like, I'm lucky in that I, I had friends who had access to a lot of movies and such, so I was able to see a lot of things that normal movie, people wouldn't be able to see. the first movie you remember seeing was Porky's. Yes, it is Porky's. <laughs> Porky's was the first movie I ever saw. And the first oh animation I ever saw was Kimba, so it's really weird. Kimba, I mean Simba. Kimba the yeah. White Lion was the first thing I ever, the first animation I ever remember. So I didn't know what it was until I moved to Japan, and I was like, Oh, it's everywhere! Oh my god! Well, like I, I noticed that a lot of the stuff that I liked was actually from Japan. And I was like, Ah, oh, okay, it all makes sense now. Yeah, but uh, yeah, like Ghostbusters was actually one of the shows that my brother and I really liked. Uh, because we loved the movie, and then when the the show came out, it was like awesome. And yes, we was. only we actually missed out on a bit of it because it didn't air when we were on the base in Japan. Because well, you know, most of what they aired was military based and reading rainbow sort of shit. But well, hey, don't be knocking on Levar Burton. Well, He's I'm just saying it was power. mostly it was. We would watch. It was a lot of like '70s educational stuff, and then like animated shows that glorified the military. Ah. So yeah. Yo, Joe. Strangely enough, not GI Joe. We had Centurions. <laughs> it was weird. Anyway. Well, this anyways, is why we watch uh, more anime. <clears throat> anyways, the uh, starting yeah, like, the real Ghostbusters. It's an interesting story. Basically, what happened was the movie was not only a success, it was a breakout. Oh, my God, what the hell? There are there are trucks and trucks of money. Let's keep it going. Success that Columbia was like, oh, yeah. So they were like, OK, let's make a TV show. But the thing is, what they didn't know was when they named the movie Ghostbusters. And by the way, one of the original titles was going to be Ghost Mashers. Um Oh my god! They they picked Ghostbusters because it flowed off the tongue better, but they didn't know because everyone there in Columbia Pictures had taste that there was existed this very weird live action series about two fat guys and the guy in a gorilla suit with a net catching ghosts called the Ghostbusters by Lou Scheimer of Filmation. So there was a lawsuit. And part of the terms of the lawsuit was Columbia Pictures could not call any cartoon about their Ghostbusters Ghostbusters. Well, in Luke Chimer's DVD, he explains that they knew about it and they approached him and then he gave them permission to yeah. name it Ghostbusters. Yeah, I don't remember there being a lawsuit. It was pretty much uh, they're like, we use Ghostbusters and then somebody wrote up a check. Well, also, another part of it is Lusheimer was really pissed off because he's like, I should have argued for the cartoon rights. He should have. But he actually did create character designs and, and concept sketches and submitted them to Columbia Pictures. And Columbia Pictures' response was hiring Deke. <laughs> Which was Man. still good at that point. Deke was still yeah. good. Well, Deke was using was using top. Who were they using at that point? I think I don't it was. Know. It, it, it looks a little Toei-ish. No, because Deke always had their own uh -huh. unique studio that was. You could always tell it was a Deke cartoon because they always used this one studio that no one else used, and plus, <clears throat> plus they they had this character designer. I don't 
I've been trying to look up this guy and I can't find him, but he, it's the well, character designer who did like the stuff for Captain N, and then he moved on to like uh, uh, Klasky Supo. If you put if you put the ghost from Ghostbusters, the cartoon, next to yeah. uh, next to Ah Real Monsters, you'll notice a real similarity. It's because it's the same guy. Ah, isn't it uh, Studio Dean? It could, it says could have been. Oh, okay. It was Tokyo Movie Shinsha. Really? That mm-hmm. did. That was doing most of Deke's stuff. Yeah. See, I knew. I knew TMS was involved somehow. Yeah, he <laughs> got the eye for TMS because. Well, I, I was thinking for some reason of Topcraft because actually I'm going to watch Flight of Dragons later. Um. So. Uh. But yeah, it was it was Tokyo Movie Shinsha. So. The thing, funny thing is, Ranma One Half has the exact same. Soundtrack and sound effects and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, now I think about it. Wow. That's. (laughs) Anyway. uh... I knew I liked that show for some reason. But yeah, like real Ghostbusters was really like it's sort of interesting because like when I think of like the best cartoons from the '80s, like most of them are actually like Marvel written. Like, uh, let's see, like Muppet Babies, Gem. Ghost, uh, G.I. Joe, and um, like My Little Pony, and then there's this one that's just sort of like wasn't part of all that, but you could say is like I would actually say that Ghostbusters is better than most of those cartoons, with probably Muppet Babies like being better than real Ghostbusters. Well, well to me it Ghost- felt like it, to me it felt like this. It felt like you know when you're growing up as a kid in the 80s, mm-hmm. in the late 80s, I should say. Yeah, you know there were the there were the Transformers kids, GI Joe kids, and mm-hmm. it, see, and it, I liked all of them. But it, but, I, but what I'm saying is, Ghostbusters felt like okay. Let's say you're a cola person. You're not a Pepsi or Coke, but you're an RC, and Ghostbusters <laughs> was RC. Well, no, Ghostbusters is actually Coca Cola because it was Coca Cola telecommunications. Right, well, right. You get my you get my analogy though. Because no, no, no. Like, but I'm just, here's I, this, I know what you're saying. Here's this current medical choice. Yeah, it's kind of an apt. Uh, because even when I was a kid, it was like either Sunbow or Deke, and I was like on the Sunbow side. Yeah. Especially since they always seemed to be on like opposite networks from each other. It was like mm-hmm. the big reason why I didn't watch the real Ghostbusters a lot is because it ran opposite Transformers. <laughs> there see, you go. I, see, I didn't. I I guess like I liked. I had a VCR, so and I liked Transformers. So we'd record Transformers and then watch Ghostbusters. Yeah. So I I had the firehouse. I had the Ecto one. I had the Ecto two. I had. We didn't. My brother had like he had the pack. He had the the tri the little uh the. I made my own pack. The the meter the uh I think he had the trap. I I made my own I made my own proton pack as a child. That's awesome. Out of yeah, we... all these parts I found around the house and. Uh, Got some parts, you know, scrounged mm-hmm. some stuff up. Lots of, lots mom, of lots of glue, lots of lots of contact cement, lots of paint. I think because we had the pony castle, my mom assumed that we had all the play sets that we really needed. Because I was like, because she she would go, no, we don't need any more. You've got one. I'd be like, it's a fucking pony castle. Are the Ghostbusters and the G.I. Joes supposed to hang out in the pony castle? Okay, well, the ponies are going to subjugate everyone. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh... Yeah. Hey, 
Yeah, the ponies did enslave the G.I. <coughs> Joes on several occasions. And every time the G.I. Joes tried to break out, the ponies would increase the punishment on the G.I. Joes. Yeah, that, we had, I had a fun childhood. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, like, Let's I remember... Let's talk about the voice actors, because yeah. they did get some oh, great yeah. <laughs> actors. They had, uh, they had uh, Lorenzo Music doing yeah. uh, Peter Venkman. Doing and then his, his Peter Lorenzo Music doing is Garfield music. as Bill Murray. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, Lorenzo Music doing his Garfield voice, which is actually just his regular voice because he has no range yeah. whatsoever. No, but but you, it's a good you voice. get Lorenzo Music because he can read the lines. Damn it! Yeah, Maurice Lamarche. Maurice Lamarche had some story about him where like they switched roles for something, and and he thought that he thought that Lorenzo was going to try a different voice, and he just went right back to his normal. Uh, I'm Lorenzo Music. Yeah, it's just his voice because he he can't do any other voice. Well, Maurice Lamarche also was told do not do Harold Ramis, and then he did it anyways. Yeah, well, I mean, like, well, that's why they changed Egon's look a little bit was so that because I think like Harold Ramis didn't want himself in it or something like that. Harold Ramis didn't want himself to be cartoonized, but at the same time, <laughs> what they did with the Egon character was they made him much more of a super genius type, while in the movie, Egon is much more random. Like, well, he's, like he's, this is like the time I you wanted to drill a hole in your own head. That would have worked if you didn't stop me. Yeah, well, he's a grad student type person. Um, but yeah, Egon... I liked actually the character design they came up with for Egon in the, the actually the character designs were really really good like they're the exaggerated versions of all. Murray was really happy he got more hair. <laughs> <laughs> That's true he did, um, and they kind of plumped up Ray a little bit but then they slimmed him down and later. They, they looked at the future and saw Dan Aykroyd's future. <laughs> well, I mean, it wasn't, it was kind of inevitable. He didn't turn ginger though, but who knows? Yeah. It was well, the I mean, crystal skulls, that, maybe. That was, that was for the toy. And, uh, but the thing is, is also like, they knew eventually he'd stop doing drugs and he'd start gaining weight. And, uh, and get less funny. And, uh, I don't know, when he starts talking crystal skulls, he's pretty hilarious. I don't know. I, I I prefer drugged out. Uh, I prefer him better when he was drugged Ernie out. Ernie Hudson actually tried out for. I know. So but sad. It, it was given again to. Woo, woo, woo. Okay, what? Who gets who gets that reference? Are you a '90s kid? <laughs> More people than you think. Yeah. Okay. He actually came back recently. Did you see that shit? Yep. I mean, that's fucking weird. Anyway, but yeah, like. Well, I think it actually has to do with, like, probably screen credits. Like, he probably was, like, more expensive at that point. Like, Ernie Hudson in a Hollywood movie, and then you've got what an Arsenio Hall had done by that point. Woo-hoo-hoo. Oh, yeah. He'd only, he'd only done the talk show with Alan Thicke and Soul Train. He also oh, did and, Coming but, to America. You know, he didn't That's actually right. start. Actually, he didn't do that until after two seasons on The Real Ghostbusters. Ah. So... Yeah, that's why he was he was switched out in the '88 season was because he was in Coming to America. Yes. Yeah. So then he became too expensive. But did they actually get the peck in in the show? The actual voice actor, the actual actor, do the voice of the peck? I, I think, think they did. But somebody um, did a damn good impression. Yeah. And. Um, uh, but I was amazed. This went on like for seven seasons. It went on for seven 
season. Honestly, I thought it should have stopped around season four because that's when it started yeah. going a little stale to me. But yeah. the thing is, I still loved it as a child. I still loved it. I still was getting the toys. I still loved the loved the Ecto Coolers, even though they, they tasted like shit, but I loved them anyway. Oh, whatever. <laughs> Ecto Cooler is the best flavor. Uh, and, I, and it's also it's also funny that like the only reason it was kept around was because people really did like the flavor and that they had the, they had Slimer on it. And I remember it was like around like 2000 or so. And I was like in a grocery store and I was like, oh, my God, they still got Ecto Cooler. This is awesome. But it was because it was Coca-Cola who yeah. still probably had some rights to Ghostbusters even after selling off Columbia Pictures. Right. Yeah. And is kind of getting like to be like Donald Duck orange juice at that point. But then they eventually can't like got rid of it, which was sad. Come on guys. It's a tradition now. It's, it's like, like Sonic ice cream. It's like Flintstone vitamins. <laughs> yeah. It's like Flintstone vitamins. Like we are Flintstone kids. And I fruity pebbles. Oh. 10 million strong and growing. Those things taste great. They taste like the best things ever. But the, uh, the thing that I remember is that they actually did some episodes where they tried to explain some of the cartoonization of the show. Like they had, uh, they had the first episode actually explained why Slimer is like their pet and why they wear multicolored jumpsuits now. Yeah, they did. And also I heard they did an episode to explain why Janine's hair changed in the 90s. Not only her hair, her oh, voice. Her everything. Yeah, well. Everyone changed voices pretty much if you look at the lineup. Yeah, but they like because... they like tried to sexy her up in season three. <sighs> it was because one of the writers left. It's uh, not just because it... one of the writers left, it's also because parent groups complain that Janine's glasses scare children. What? Are you serious? Yes. What the fuck? So they turned her into the girl from Temple of Dune base Temple of Dune yeah. basically. Oh, Indy It was the acting was about that that good. Uh, yeah, I, I remember coming back from Japan and like, and Janine wasn't the same. And I, I recall that. And I was like, but I just sort of didn't think about it because I didn't care because I was really just watching it for Egon. So, I mean, uh, well, whatever, Janine, who cares? But well, yeah, they, hmm? they took away her accent too. And I missed that. Yeah, she know, had, that, she had that, uh, what is it, Brooklyn accent? Yeah. Yeah, and they got rid of that. She that was, was more like, of a Queen's accent, wasn't it? Yeah, I think the Brooklyn accent is like Molly from, from Sailor Moon. Oh, yeah, wah, wah, wah. No, no one like that. So it's more Queen's because it reminds me of of, uh, of uh, Fran Drescher. Yeah, it's more like that. Well, not he not a shrill, but you know, you know what? We're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to like get like someone from from uh, from downtown to come here and tell us about the different New York accents now. Yeah. I guess well, we'll just say it was a New York, some type of New York accent. I was told it was Long Island accent. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, eventually, like, didn't they did something like I remember this sort of, and I was reading up on it again. The the Doctor Dweeb, Professor Dweeb, or something, and Slimer had like, yeah. their own sub series. Yeah. yeah. What happened? Uh, after around season three or four, they were like, okay, yeah. to repackaged this show and they called it Slimer and the real Ghostbusters. Uh, they actually did, uh, they actually did a, uh, a, a special about this where the special had an episode where the, where the, uh, where the, uh, 
firehouse was taken over by ghosts and it had the junior ghostbusters and a go-kart that shot pumpkins okay mm. oddly enough it looked like a toy but there was no toy um so slimer and the real ghostbusters became its thing and the slimer shorts were about five minute long shorts with a very very ugly and very cheaply animated art style mm. and you had this 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 uh character named dweeb who oh who's God. drawn in this very simplified art style trying to chase the simplified art style slimer in the slimer shorts and what was really off-putting was they actually had an episode where dweeb showed up in a real ghostbuster segment in the simplified art style. Uh. And I was a child and I was complaining about this. Because I'm like, but but they simplified the art style for the Ghostbusters in the Slimer shorts. But now the Ghostbusters are in the big are in the more expensive art style, but Dweeb shows up like simplified and it looks wrong. And I was I was I was a child and I was getting pissed off and I'm I was wondering told, who the hell did It's just a cartoon, you're you, you know this it's just to almost, show you really should just relax. Like the animation, like I'm looking at I'm looking at the character designs in in this and it's reminding me of something. Like Well, like, actually there was an episode uh really later on in the uh, series where they had a segment where they had the Ghostbusters walking through a banquet hall. And the banquet hall <laughs> animated segment was from like a season 1 episode. And this was a season six episode, and it's like boom. Re- yeah, that's why you don't recycle the animation. The animation kind of reminds me of like Warner Brothers, like in in the nineties almost. Like the noses kind of remind me of that. I don't know. I don't know who was doing the animation for this, but it's maybe maybe it's Mad Magazine, but it kind of reminds me of like. Warner Brothers in the '90s, like it's like Animaniacs and and that. I don't know. I didn't really actually see a lot of that because by that point, I guess like I had been like I didn't like the Slimer stuff and and I guess like Ninja Turtles was much more popular at that point. I think Slimer was. I, I think Slimer was, if I had to be honest, one of the better Frank Welker quote-unquote animal sidekicks yeah i actually like him he's actually a really a really good sidekick it's just that uh, you know the show has like jumped the shark when they're giving the sidekick his own show or like they take a character from the series and give them their own show kind of like pinky in the brain like (laughs) that was that was when i knew oh it's over oh well (laughs) pinky in the brain still had uh still had legs or is yeah yeah i guess but this was just horrendous no no this was that was getting like and the thing is is like the writing was really really good in the beginning it was like you had j michael straczynski writing on it and i think yeah episodes about see yeah episodes about like toho monsters and cthulhu and (laughs) the boogie boogie uh, man what was that episode called? Collect called the Cthulhu. Or something yes. Like <laughs> yes. Yeah. The uh, they had the they had the episode po- poking fun at the at the at Filmation's Ghostbusters. That was yep. awesome. <laughs> the Boogeyman episode scared the shit out of me. Oh man, the Boogeyman episode is like awesome. 
Like Egon is this is the reason he he did it all. And it's actually an okay episode. It's pretty good. And then there's that episode where Winston is like going back in time to his ancestors and he has to do this in order to break an old curse or something like that. I forgot which episode that is. There's lots of old curse episodes uh, because it seems like every member of the family has an old curse to deal with because oh, yeah. Egon, Egon goes to a, a town like in Salem where everyone dresses up like him because his ancestors stopped a, stopped a witch. Yeah. And then there was uh, Ray owns a Scottish castle that's haunted and there was like a, an army of, of, of uh of Scottish ghosts that besieged the Ghostbusters until Ray turned a bunch of dumpsters into ghost traps. And wasn't there a uh, a, a Christmas one with uh, with uh, mm-hmm. what's his name? Ebenezer did, Scrooge. Yeah, they they did. Uh, well, they, did they a, traveled through time accidentally and captured the ghosts of Christmas past, present, and future. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to find shots from Cat the Cat episode. Okay, I found some. Ghostbusters fuck up everything. What do you mean it fucked up everything? <laughs> the ghost of Christmas past and all that shit. Oh, yeah. Um, here's some screenshots. Happy nightmares, kids, with that, like, tentacle monster <laughs> with the big fucking teeth. I mean, yeah, like scroll I said, down to see the images. I mean, this, this show was actually genuinely creepy. Yeah, like I said, I don't know the name of the character designer, but this... Deke had this guy who just was crazy with character designs, and they lost him to uh, Klasky Supo, which is uh-huh. unfortunate. Oh, yeah, that, that's, uh, yeah. Oh, man, you can just see the TMS in the animation. It's like... There's some ticks, yes. You can see it. I this mean... The last, I think this was like the last good show that Deke ever did. They actually had Lewis show up in, in a couple of episodes. I think the reason is, is because like after this, it became too expensive. If you really look into it, like in the late nine, the late eighties was the last time you could really use Japanese studios to do the animation because at the that point, they work, yeah. Yeah. Cause they were at that point they were going, Hey, wait a minute. We're good. Yeah. Why are we doing your work? And then that's when everything moved to Korea. Yeah. But they had, uh, like I said, they had, uh, Lewis Tully show up in one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had like people from the like movies show up occasionally, which was uh pretty cool. Um, yeah, I mean it was a good show and there was really good toys that came out of it. Um, it I just, enjoyed this show and much like yeah. much like Transformers, they kind of ignored the toys to a certain extent. It's yeah, like, I really like that. You didn't you didn't see the the special uh, uh, costumed uh, versions of the Ghostbusters in the cartoon. Well, they, that was but that there, was really but there is but but Neil, this actually did happen in the later seasons, especially when they started doing Slimer. Yeah, they did actually have a toy show up just to be seen on the show. Oh, that's God awesome. Well, it didn't jump because well, let me let me describe the scene because this this threw me off as a child as well because basically they were like there was this ghost that showed up that was really powerful and they're like we're gonna need more firepower to deal with this ghost so they're like okay so they go into a hangar and they fly off in this uh, ecto uh, prop driven plane with a giant right. cannon on it 
Oh, they okay. fly. They fly around this ghost in this in this prop powered plane that is a toy. Yeah. And they actually zero in their sights of this cannon on it and like, oh, this cannon won't work. Okay, we better land and figure out what the solution is. The Ecto two was a complete toy too, wasn't it? Well, that yeah. Was, yeah. Well, the Ecto two in the cartoon actually has the handle. Yeah. You would hold it as as, yeah. as, as. Oh as a toy. god. But but like I said. The the prop powered plane scene threw me off more than Ecto two because Ecto two was actually useful. Yeah. Well, I mean, you, when you have a kids show like and there's toys associated, I mean, you're gonna like the recent the season finale to My Little Pony that had the rainbow fucking ponies. The why are they turned into rainbow ponies? Ecto bomber. <laughs> Ecto bomber. Yeah. I think I remember seeing that toy, and I remember thinking, that thing, it looks stupid. No, Ecto Bomber was in the cartoon for just one, that one scene I described. Wow. Where they, where, they, where they did this whole thing where they're unrolling it from the hangar, and it's like, oh, it's the Ecto Bomber. It, it looks really cool. And then all of a sudden, they, they, they zero in the sights so like, oh, this cannon won't work. Okay, we better light the plane and figure out the other solution. They were probably like, like we, we better put this in the show to shut Kenner up. Because Kenner was probably like, how come our toys aren't in the show? Because by that point, I think Deke had gotten G.I. Joe. And unlike yeah. unlike unlike Filmation, or unlike Sunbow, uh, Deke just kind of like laid down for Hasbro and was like, you want your gaudy toy in the in the show? Okay. Well, it was it was basically everyone was like looking for cheaper solutions at that point. They didn't yeah. want decent writing because like Marvel really built Hasbro's empire if it, you get down to it. And then they were just like, oh, well, we now have it all. So we don't fucking care anymore. But then again, that's like been true. Like they've been trying to go cheaper and cheaper and cheaper. That is animation. What? It's a bad toy. I know I had that it. That looks awful. Yeah, I think I saw this like once on. I don't think I saw the episode that had this, but I do recall seeing that toy and thinking, "Wow, that is fucking horrible." See, the Ecto three was something completely different in the cartoon because in the cart in the cartoon, the Ecto three is like this this motored unicycle thingy. Oh, okay. So this is not e- this is just not even. Wow, that's just great. The Ecto three in the in the cartoon is like. Is this itty bitty thingy? And here, here's the Ecto three in the cartoon. While the Ecto three as a toy was a go kart with like slap hands on it or something. I, 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 it's, it's the, 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 the thing is, like I said, is when the Ecto bomber showed up in the cartoon, I was like, oh boy, I, I sort of knew the dip in quality was happening. Basically, the, the suits were trying to control the cartoon now. I had the Ecto three. It all, it, seeing that toy, I, it all comes back to me. You had that one. Yeah. Oh. I thought I thought the I thought the uh, the motored unicycle was slightly better. But but you know we're sort of making who, fun of this. Go ahead, I Neil. I don't know who needs to be hit harder: the guy who designed the toy or the guy who painted the the cover on the box. I remember them looking that shitty. It's Kenner. I mean, yeah. like, it's fucking Kenner. Kenner is not quality. Kenner is, you get a block. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I, I love these toys. Like, we we get the, oh, the freaking out 
Ghostbusters, the ones with their eyes that would bug out. Yeah. Oh, oh, those, freaked, those things. Those things freaked me the fuck out, but I liked them. I mean, I just was like, ah! Ah! I remember when. I remember after, getting. My dad would call them like pre- call them like pressure Ghostbusters because he's like, that's what happens when the pressure, you know. It's under like, the ocean. Yeah, your eyes pop out, and we'd be like, "Oh, gross! That's awesome!" And then we'd do it more. It was like Arnold in Total Recall. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when Hasbro bought Kenner, and they decided that uh, their B Stores line should be done by the Kenner team. And I'm like, "Get that logo off the Transformers box, goddammit. it!" Uh, well. Well, you know what? Most of the Beast Wars toys in the generation in the first generation sucked, anyways. Yeah, but still. Because they, they had they had like Cheetor had like a fucking undercarriage. Still, I was just like, I was as much as I didn't like Beast Wars, I was more offended that the Kenner logo was on it. <laughs> Get that but, off uh, of there. But specific episodes I remember, like there was this one episode where there was uh, the ghosts of frat boys. And uh, that died before they could finish their fraternity initiation. So the Ghostbusters like gave them a, a let them finish their initiation to help them pass on. Yeah. And they they, they did all sorts of fraternity like uh, pledge shit in this car in this episode. I'm actually surprised they didn't put a kegger in there. <laughs> you gotta admit they were thinking it. Yeah. But uh, remember the episode where the Ghostbusters were caught by ghosts? Yeah. That one was weird because basically the Ghostbusters were like caught by the Human Busters, which were ghosts. <laughs> human Busters. <laughs> they actually bring it. those back in the comic book series. Ah. In the new series that they have. Yeah. It's actually pretty good. You should check it out. They also, they also, uh, in the comic book series, they also talk about how uh, Ray has a spirit guide who looks like a blues brother. Yeah. yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> they have well, animated... Have... Go ahead. Like, all the characters are based off the movie, like, their designs in the comic. And they have animated Egon on there, too. Mm-hmm. That's but he's somebody character. different. And he's dating Janine. Oh, um, so we haven't talked about Extreme Ghostbusters, or is that another show? And that concludes our discussion on Extreme Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, I remember watching Extreme Ghostbusters. They actually, they, actually like, made that, they actually made Goth Girl a character in the comic book as well. I know. She was the best one in Extreme Ghostbusters. Yeah, she was. Yeah, she was the only one who had a decent design. The, the other ones were kind of either boring or... What the fuck was up with the guy in the wheelchair? It was the 90s, and everyone was inclusive. And they had, they had a black guy, they had a guy in a wheelchair, and a Latino. No, I, I, I get the I get the ethnic thing. Why the fucking wheelchair? Okay, let me let me expl- let me explain why. Because in 1980, I think it was like 1989, the uh, Americans with Disabilities Act was signed, and part by of George it was H. W. Bush by George H. W. Bush, which was and they were trying to get like awareness out. And because there was still a children's programming law in place, I think it was part of a well, we'll do like you know diversity. And so I think it was actually just sort of shoehorned in there. I mean, it's good to do that, but at the same time, it's like it's a Bond Sailor mode. 
yeah, it can be taken. I don't know. I, I don't want to say like you shouldn't have people in wheelchairs, but at the same time, I'm just like so Bond Taylor Moon. It's fairly it's obvious here. It's like a 1990s. Let's all get along sort of bullshit. Like Quick, 90s we have a job just, in the basement. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, I mean, the 90s were weird in that everyone was like, yeah, we're going to be all together and, like, and get along and shit like that. And then it's like, no, that's not how it's really going to be. It's just, that sort of ended towards the the end part of the 90s, though. It was just at the beginning of the 90s. We would have had a Sailor Moon with a wheelchair. Apparently, Garrett's one fan... A fan contest of who their favorite character was. Huh? Apparently, the guy in the wheelchair won a fan contest of who the favorite character was. Really? Yeah. That's pretty cool. It just feels yeah. like Joe Swanson from uh, from Family Guy is a parody of that. Where it's like the really active guy in the wheelchair. It is actually a parody because it's making fun of the... Because it was a stereotype in the 90s. Like the athletic person in the wheelchair to show that disabled people can do things too which was sort of like well yeah I handy capable handy yeah yes. yeah handy capable yes and and i guess it was i don't know it sort of felt like a whitewashing sort of like well why aren't you working sort of thing but that's just my own perception we need to enslave the elderly <laughs> i love that simpsons bit where the old man is pulling the bus with his teeth that was actually the critic Oh, as a critic. Okay, I get those two mixed up because basically. And that's why Matt Groening was pissed. Yeah, well, fuck you. It was better. (laughs) Better training. But yeah, like that—that sort of sort of thinking, like, yeah, old people can keep working until they're dead, and we can get people in wheelchairs to lift heavy shit and move it around. It'll be great. Well, they just put it on their laps, and someone else just pushes the chair. It's like a dolly yeah. with a person in it. Yeah, I was a dolly in Washington, D.C. when I broke my foot on the way to Washington, D.C. I was in a wheelchair. Hello, and... dolly. <laughs> uh... Yeah, I, I was on painkillers, and let me just put it this way. Washington, D.C. is fucking awesome on painkillers, okay? You won't is... close to getting mugged. It's great. Like, you go into the Space Museum, it's just great. And, like, of course, you don't care that you've got, like, billions of bags piled on top of you because it's just <laughs> great. Yeah. And you get to go to the front line on everything. Woo! That is a I'm plus. Put again. <laughs> Actually, the thing is this. Uh, people, uh, disabled people, people in wheelchairs and scooters were getting pissed off about uh, Disney World because they opened up a new attraction and they made the lines, the, the aisles wide enough to where you didn't need the disability lines. Okay. Because right. the older rides, the the original rows weren't wide enough. Yeah, yeah. Scooters. Okay, I get it. Yeah. So mobility scooters get to go all the way ahead. Okay. Well, I mean, that kind of makes sense, but, like, I'm, I'm sorry we fixed it. And if you have a medical problem where, well, if you can't, like, be away from the bathroom too long, I think they do accommodate you. So it's not like they've completely gotten rid of everything. So everyone ha- should be happy. Yay! But, yeah, like, Extreme Ghostbusters was, like, at that point where everyone was just, like, trying to hold on to those 80s properties. Like, I remember there was, like, 
Extreme G.I. Joe. G.I. Joe Extreme. G.I. Joe Extreme! I remember seeing that and going, well, that's over, because... The odds are a million to one, and that's the way we like it! And then My Little Pony... G.I. Joe Joe was over when G.I. Joe Season 3 happened. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it was over. And the other thing is, is, like, My Little Pony had morphed into these, like, long-necked creatures that were weird, and my little giraffes. Yeah, they started giraffes, adding animals. My little giraffes. I, I just like I remember the 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 early '90s was like was this like horrible like oh god my old friends have gone crazy and they're they're not cool anymore and they're just like trying to go hey you remember when we were cool and it's like yeah go away. It's, it's like it's your like dad. The, it's like the second year se- uh, senior in high school, or you, yeah. you know, you know, it's like the guy who couldn't graduate the last year, so he's he's in for a fifth year of high school. Like, or the yeah, guy who hangs around cool. after the or, guy who hangs around it's, it's after like high school for a year. Yeah. yeah. Or it's like when you're 15 and your friends are come over and you're listening to some music and your dad comes out with the guitar and says, "Hey guys, I can play this song for you," and he starts doing this. Like, Dad, stop it. Thank See, my God, dad would just. Yeah, my dad would say, "Hey, y'all want to go blow up some stuff?" And I'd be like, "Yeah, yeah." Okay, that never happened to me, but I was—I thought that was like a common occurrence. No, actually, my dad was like, "Either you all want to play video games, y'all want to go like experiment and see what happens when we blow up like various fruit in the backyard and other fun things like that." So I guess like I. My dad was more like a big brother. But you, Neil. Me? Yeah, did your dad never break out the acoustic guitar and say, hey, kids, you want to hear Carry On My Wayward Son? My father couldn't play guitar. You are so lucky. Yeah. <laughs> my, dad, my dad had, like, awesome stereo equipment, so he didn't have to play a guitar. It was like, this is the newest Bose speaker. Listen to Pink Floyd on it. And, yeah. See, Neil likes your dad already. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Like, I remember being very young and Pink Floyd just playing, like, really loud in the house. And I just was, like, really happy about it. My mom would come home and be like, that's just too loud. Anyways, back to Ghostbusters. Mom! I do recommend it, but like I said, around season three, the show yeah, really starts yeah. to drop in quality something fierce. Right. I think it's because, like, a lot of the original cast, like the voice actors, seem to be gone by that point. They're off doing other things. The writers are definitely leaving by that point. And Janine's different. Yeah. yeah. The 90s had kicked in. Cut uh, it uh, out. Oh. The 90s ruined everything. At least video games were good. That's true. Well, Ghostbusters yeah, didn't really get a great video game until the aughts. And the, the the other thing is, is like, we have to say like, by this point, cable penetration had like gotten way higher. And like people were watching things like Nickelodeon and there was all the Nicktoons. So it's not like cartoons started to suck in general. It's just that no one was watching network television. I didn't have cable until 2001. Yeah, well, my dad was, like, insistent on having cable. Like, my dad was, like, one of those people that said, like, what are what is best in life? Cable and speakers. And so we always had, yeah. 
Imagine yeah. a very, very big man. Saying. What is best in life? Commissions from artists. If you were an animation <sighs> fan in the 90s and didn't have cable, you were kind of in a very You're depressing yeah. time. Because network television was kind of get, getting away from Saturday morning. And, yeah. yeah. A lot of live action shows. I, I had enough to survive. But well, no, I the, mean, like, you I, could, but... Oh, well, like I said, no, it's important to me, so... Well, like, towards the towards the late 90s, though, because of syndication, there was a lot more on, but, um, but yeah, like, in that period in the early 90s, the action had moved over to cable, and so, you know, it was like Nicktoons and things on PBS and TNT. Yes. Yeah. And then it sort of switched back to network a bit, and then it went back to cable. And, and if, you wanted class, if you wanted the classic oh. cartoons, you could always uh, turn on USA Cartoon Express. Yep, and then there was also TNT would play all the old Looney Tunes and Popeye and black and white cartoons. And then eventually Boomerang showed up. But yeah, I remember I would, there was like, I could watch cartoons in the afternoon from when I got home from school till about 9 o'clock at night. Because you would basically go from like the network television over to Nickelodeon, and then you'd switch over to TNT. Yeah. They and know drama. It was, yeah, it was com. It was cartoons like that whole fucking time. Yeah. It was great. When you were a kid, you could you could figure all that out. You could like work out a schedule where you could see the maximum amount of cartoons in a day. On Saturday yeah. morning, I used to call it the Saturday morning slalom. Just keep <laughs> switching back I, and forth. See, I, I, I did. I did too. I, I watched all the. I watched as much as I could until until noon, and then it became until eleven o'clock, and then ten o'clock, and then oh shit, it's gone. Yeah. Yeah. I remember. I remember like live action started creeping in, and and, and actually, it, and like video games were sort of like becoming more of my focus at that point. So it was sort of good that I was getting into that, and also the fact that like. My parents only let me play video games on the weekends, so cartoons fell by the wayside very quickly. Like, cartoons were okay during the week. I didn't fucking understand that. I asked them why that was okay, and they were like, well, we had those. Okay. <laughs> it's always, like, the fear of new technology or new mediums. It's like, we don't yeah. understand this, so you have to you have to be limited in your... Uh, in yeah, your they thought it this. would, like, make me better at school, even though I was, like, an eighth. Plus yeah. student, and I was like, "Yeah, okay." My parents, <laughs> my parents would be like, "Why do you? Why are you playing those video games? You should, you should do something else, like read a book." I'm like, well, "What's the difference? What I'm be sitting on my ass." Well, I, I, I said to my dad. Well, then like, you can take a look, read a book, it, reading yeah. Rainbow. I actually showed my dad like an RPG and I said, "Okay, so uh, tell me how this is different than reading a book." Exactly. Like, and he went, "There really isn't a difference." But your mother thinks so, so sorry. Well, Neil, you can't form asteroids with your hands yet, so you haven't read enough books. I <sighs> haven't <laughs> oh, become mad with power yet. Yes. Okay, that's actually how we got my brother to read books. Was um, He wanted to play Legend of Zelda, so we told him he had to be able to read in order to play that game, even though you know it's got anguish in it. I think I've told the story, but yeah, he yeah, tricked those, him into reading books. Those without Triforce cannot get in. Yeah, <laughs> and then he, he actually, I remember he screamed, you don't need to know how to read? <laughs> you tricked me! You tricked me into literacy. Yeah, he did, he yelled, he tricked me. If only, if only we could do that to people who enter this country now. Uh, well, I think he could, 
you think you could do it to anyone, but I, I'm going to file that one away, like, for kids, like... Especially people yeah. who drive and back in, the, in, in ram other people's oh, cars. Oh, Ben, <laughs> you shouldn't be talking about that. Hasn't been decided yet. Okay. okay, okay. Okay? Okay. Don't talk about that. Seriously, dude. I mean, there's very little chance they'll listen to this, but seriously. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know you're upset. That's really a suck thing that happened, but yeah. Better. Anyways, uh, anyways, I think we've talked a lot enough about the real Ghostbusters here. It's uh, and it's tangential toys and food and and uh, credit cards and cereals. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, oh man, the cereal. Yeah. If you but want Ghostbusters pasta, I can get you some. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, I'm actually, sure they I had mac and cheese at some point. Okay, I want to say this. Coca-Cola, if you're listening out there, please bring back Acto Cooler. I swear to God, I will put up with the high fructose corn syrup. I just want Acto Cooler back. There's a, there's a recipe on how to make it. Eh, not that. I'm lazy, so. You're please not make lazy. it. Co- I know What if, what if they brought saying. it back under a different label? I'd be fine with that. I'd be totally fine if if Ecto Cooler came under another label because, like, I will pretend that there's a slot. In fact, I will make something like a sleeve that I can put it into where it has Slimer on it so I can pretend <coughs> it's Ecto Cooler. Now, I'm willing to like, go that far. Bring it back where it's, like, none of the trademarks are. It's, like, green citrus ghost flavor or something. Um, like shouting, or- yeah. shouting orange tangerine is supposed to taste just like it. I guess I'll have to try that when I go back to the states and see. Maybe. Well, it's also it's also called there's it's it was it was changed this name recently changed to Crazy Citrus Cooler. Crazy Citrus Cooler. Yes. Okay. So, I'll have to try. I'll have to try that. Anyway, so. Well, yeah, you, you know what? I'm gonna just tell you if you find an old vintage thing of Ecto Cooler, do not drink it. Yeah, fucking don't drink that <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, like, like the guy from uh, from X Entertainment who drank it? <laughs> no, the guy, the LA Beast found uh, Pepsi. Oh, clear oh, Pepsi. Oh. Pepsi. A, a 20-year-old Crystal Pepsi that was still clear but had a brownish tint to it. Opened oh, it up and oh. drank the whole thing and said, that tasted great. Wait 10 seconds and then he puked. Oh, yeah. God. So no. if you find Vintage Ecto Cooler, do not drink it, please. No, there's a website before before this the whole fad with that guy with the glasses came along. There's a website called X Entertainment where I think he had gotten a a, a container of Ecto Cooler and he opened it oh, and it God. was like disgusting. It was like it was like had floaties in it and everything, and it was not green. It was like it was like some sort of weird tangerine color. Because oh, whatever whatever coloring was in there, it like totally uh, totally broken down, it looked totally gross. Huh. Like I said, it's uh, the LA Beast um, Crystal <laughs> Pepsi, and that's what I know. No, 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 don't need to see it. Okay, no, that's a fridge magnet. All right, that's pretty. That's actually pretty cool. Oh, there's a bottle here. A what? Last one. Oh no! Who will buy it? Anyways, uh, this is your host Ben. We're TV's Mr. Neil. 
And Kitty Hawk of Sparkling Generation, Valkyrie Yuki, SGBY.com, your one-stop shop for sexy fun. And red ink. Yay! And we're saying... <laughs> good night, and keep those uh, unlicensed sparkle accelerators on your back. Sliver. It's time for intermission, boys and girls. Movie Week in Review is the GeekCast Radio Network's weekly movie podcast. Steve and Mike take a look back on their favorite films and give you their thoughts. They also bring in co-hosts at times. If you are a movie buff, listen to MWire only on geekcastradio.com. Hey, I'm Gary. I'm Mike. I'm Chuck. And I'm Justin. Join the four of us every week on the Internet's number one and longest-running G.I. Joe podcast, What's on Joe Mind? It's Joe news, reviews, and interviews like you've never heard them before, delivered right to your MP3 player. Our guests include Jason Marsden, Kevin Michael Richardson, and Matt Yang King from G.I. Joe Renegades, Larry Hama, Robert Atkins, and John Barber from IDW Publishing, and many more from around the online Joe community. Yeah, it's guys talking about joe think of it as joe talk meets sports talk and we make fun of chuck right and we hey again come on chuck we're just kidding kinda sometimes chuck makes fun of himself right and we okay seriously this is just getting ridiculous now it's what's on joe mind every week on the GeekCast radio network inside pulse.com stitcher smart radio and itunes download and listen today i suppose i still can't say something about transformers can i good no what about sports? That sounds yeah, good. that's alright. Tooncast is dedicated to the cartoons we grew up with. 100 episodes and more make up one of the GCRN's most popular podcasts. Join hosts TFG and Mike, Optimus Solo, Terror the Rising Star, and tons of guest hosts. We also have voice actor and writer interviews. Tune in to Tooncast as we look back on the cartoons that defined us as geeks. You can find Tooncast on iTunes and the web at www.geekcastradio.com. Tune in. And now back to the show. Alright. So there's the link to the Drop the mic. Oh yeah, I see that. Uh, no, I'm not gonna watch that. No, You're not gonna watch I it drink a crystal Pepsi? I don't need no. to see people vomiting. I, I don't really want like I, I can watch that, but you know, right now Well you can I'm, stop before he drinks it, you can just see the t- the, the color watch. of the of the Pepsi. No. Nope. Why no, would no, I no. do that? No, 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 no. Like one minute and thirteen seconds in, he just holds the drink. You can just have it pause and just click on one minute and thirteen seconds. You can see the color of the crystal Pepsi. See that like tinge? That no, I'm not watching you, that. That you. you ought not to be drinking this tinge. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the, the why are you doing this, motherfucker? It's like why are you because a fucking idiot? Because people pay him on YouTube to watch to, to to do to put to eat great things. Oh yeah, that guy. Like he ate a cactus once, and they once ate 150 McDonald's chicken McNuggets, and a whole container of mayonnaise. Ah, yeah. Oh my god. Well, apparently he gets enough off the ad views to live. It'll pay for his hospital bills. (laughs) Except not really. Get your stomach pumped. It gets expensive, Neil. Yeah. <clears throat> so, Kitty Hawk, uh, Fiend next week? Yep, next weekend. Good. I should be feeling better then, so. Excellent. I don't think I got anything that weekend. Make Excellent. sure. Are there winter commissions opening Sage. again? Fairly soon. Unfortunately, I got real far behind on those because uh, of being sick. Trevor being sick. And then me being sick. 
on top of that. So. Okay, I understand. Yeah. That. Yeah, no, we're we're I'm gonna be doing it next week. It's a it's a it's time to do one. I don't think there's really any conventions that week too. That was also so I had a lot of people saying this weekend that they had conventions, and I was like, ah. Yep. So homemade ecto cooler. Oh, speaking of conventions, Hello Kitty Con. It's happening in L.A. Halloween Wait. weekend. So when are you visiting? Uh, when are you visiting? Uh, the the states again, Kitty Hawk? Probably for Hello Kitty Con. Ah. Uh. No, well, honestly, I'm just gonna be like, if I, if I can manage to do it, I want to stop off in LA to go to that, and then go to the south. Where in the, the south? The south. <laughs> places where my places where my family live in the south. Oh, okay. Which is oh, I, was, I was hoping you might be all, No, no, no. It's all over the goddamn south. Like it's just like I'm gonna be back, like driving everywhere. So will you be stopping in Texas? If so, unfortunately, the person that lived in Texas doesn't live in Texas anymore. So well, damn them. Nah, they damn the they now live they live somewhere worse now. So, um, well, that's good to know. I mean, I'm gonna have fun seeing everyone. It's just like I'm well, thinking I'm gonna actually take a vacation this year. I'm thinking I'm actually doing like an Alaska cruise. You should do that. They're fun. Well, then I will. Yeah, because uh, my grandparents, they did one. They had a lot of fun on that. And they were always like, oh, you should go do that. And I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We'll get that money just right now. Yeah, you going to pay for that? <laughs> yeah, let's see. What's been going on? Well, not much for me. I've just been playing Hearthstone like crazy. I'm at how's level your, 17, bitches. How's your poop drawing hand? It's good. I'm actually going to be doing yes. some today. Well, the, every single time I tried to sit down at my desk, it was like I started getting like really kind of feeling bad because like I felt like my stomach was like caving in or something. So sounds like you need the Hawaii chair. The Hawaii chair. We just chat twenty minutes ago. The swivel. Oh, that thing. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm, I'm still kind of out of it. I've still got a fever here. So I'm kind of like, ah. So I've been sort of just playing Hearthstone like crazy. Go ahead, what? Red. Said I got a fever of 103. Not that I thank God, but um, yeah. Uh, what the fuck is that? Hot blooded. What oh. is that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's oh, foreigner. Man. Ah. Okay. Uh, that would be why I don't recognize yeah. the band. I just recognize it because like. It gets referenced a lot. Yeah, it was uh, it was actually referenced in Aqua Team. Yep. An episode where, with the Foreigner belt, where he had superpowers based off of knowing the lyrics to Foreigner songs. Yeah, I remember that one. I love Aqua Team. You know, like you're as cold as ice. I wish yeah. that that was still happening and not Archer, but you know. And. <laughs> or or C Lab 2021. And you've got double vision. I'm sorry, I just don't like Archer. I love Archer. I I tried to get into it. It's just so fucking slow and just like the jokes just are like. It's not slow. slow. It's challenged. I I, I've tried to like. I like Kruger a lot. Kruger a lot, but it's just like, uh, it's not enough for me here. So I watched the best of on like YouTube. I gotta show you this one guy's tattoo job that's gonna make you go, "What the fuck did he do? He just ruined his body for life." Okay. Is that the one that I linked in the chat? No. What's this? 
Oh, that's pretty what? cool. Yeah, it is kind of cool, but it's like... It's Ava. Yeah. I, well, I mean, kinda... you know, we could do worse. You can do worse things with your body. It's Giver, isn't it? No, it's Ava. It's, that's the it's crack. Yeah. <laughs> that's the crack unit one core. Ah, uh, yes. Um, oh, man. There's, um, there's jerseys here for the local team. Um, and they look like Iron Man uh, suits. <laughs> and they actually wear them. And it's really epic. Because <laughs> their color is like crimson. It's like maroon or crimson like that. So it looks really cool. Hot rock. I actually want to get one. And it also has the local brand of beer on it, which is hilarious. Because, you know, they put logos all over the goddamn place. Well, don't eat Stark. Yeah. Well, it's, alcohol. it's powered by alcohol. 4X. Awesome. Queenslander! Queenslander! Mm-hmm. I thought yeah. Foster's was Australian uh, for uh, me. <laughs> Foster's isn't sold here. That I find hilarious. Yeah, like if you want the most Australian beer, it's like VB down in the uh, south part of the country, and then it's like 4X up here. So 4X, that's that sounds like it's a little bit stronger than the stuff you get from the hill country in over here because they well, have 3Xs on that, stuff here. That was the point. Like they kept <laughs> adding Xs to say our beer is like even better and. Now the joke is is that Queenslanders can't spell beer. So, but I see that sign pretty much all the time. It's like big and flashing. And there's also Mr. Forex, who is a drunk man with a big head who like winks at you. <laughs> this place takes its drinking fucking seriously. Wow. Well, you want to know how Bud Light's like having sex in a canoe? Uh, it's fucking near water. <sighs> they think it's exotic here. They're like, oh, you try what's what's Bud Lightweiser like? I want to try it. I'm like, no, you don't. It's no. Panther piss. <laughs> yeah, no. Seriously, no. No. Wilson Canadian. You yeah, know what the no. worst the worst beer I ever tried was a friend of mine got like a sampler and I took a sip of each one, but yeah. there was this India Pale that was just oh my god, it was nasty as fuck. Uh, yeah, I've had some pretty bad beer. Like, I don't know. Like maybe the IPAs with, though are worse than all the rest. I'm not really a big fan of beer, but there's this one here called Stone and Wood Pacific Ale, and I've got to say it's actually okay. I, I mean, it's the only kind of beer other than this beer, like like micro brew that's called Tundra Berry or something like that. And like, have you ever tried it. Big Bear? No, I haven't been able to try that. I tried, um, what was it called? Devil Bastard or something like that. That was good. That's from New, New Orleans. And you had to drive down there to get it. The grossest bear I've ever tasted was Big Bear. Big Bear. Yeah. I've never heard of Big Bear. It's a Canadian beer, and it's a big 40-ouncer. Oh, yeah, okay. 40s. You know, I almost wish JT was here because JT works in, like, uh, what, what do you call it? The off sale? Yeah. yeah. You know what it is. Yeah. Uh, and, and he cool. has all these stories about how parties and getting drunk and kissing a cop and all that. I think 40s were illegal in Alabama or something like that. I think it was mostly, it might have been due to the alcohol content or something like that. We weren't allowed to have strong beers. So. Ever like, had a Billy? <sighs> No, sadly, I have not. I wish I could have tasted freeze. Um, but 
No, we had to drive across the border to get stronger beer. Mm. And it was also cheap to drive across the border and get alcohol because it was always cheaper in Georgia, which is stupid. But Alabama has a monopoly on the beer and mm. alcohol. Yeah. Oh, I saw Deathstalker, by the way, last night. There is a pretty awesome male-to-female transformation scene in there that's worth the price of admission. But the rest of the movie is just hilarious enough to you just should watch it. It's like one of those barbarian movies, and the sheer amount of TNA is like this is probably yeah. why I've like it was never mentioned. I base I watched that one as like five years old. And there's like ah, five, sweet. There's like five different sequels to it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So We're gonna watch all the sequels. There's a whole universe, too. Like, they have, uh, it's not Deathstalker. I think it's Sorceresses. And there's a couple other shit, too. Yeah. Do they have comic books and stuff? No. Just movies. It's one guy, one, like, uh... Usually with something like this, there's a couple of Italian comic books somewhere. (laughs) No, it's a Texan filmmaker who wanted to make money off of cocaine. It was popular. So it it was in Texas. just, Just like Manos. Okay, that's why I kept going. It looks like Australia because Australia and Texas look the same in some ways. Like, like in the forest scene, I was mm-hmm. like, those trees look like fucking eucalypts, but I knew they weren't. And that's Texas. Okay, now it makes sense. Those are mountain cedar. Okay, that's awesome. No, they're not. I'm allergic to mountain cedar. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm allergic to pine trees and shit and oak trees. So you know, Alabama, full of them. Oh shit! That must have been like. I just uh, there was like two weeks out of the year I could not go outside. Like I just basically turned the AC on, even if it was not hot outside, and just sat in my room. Get that nice filtered air. Yeah, I had to do, and my dog was also allergic to it too. So it was like we both hole up in the house and just like wait and hope for rain. Because the rain would make it go away. Yeah, I know. It sucks. Here, I don't really have any, like, allergies to anything. And everyone was telling me I should watch out for gold waddle. And I was like, oh, no. I haven't really experienced anything like that. It's weird. Gold waddle is the national flower of Australia. It's like a tree, and it's got, like, little puffy yellow flowers. Yeah. Um, You can actually see it on the seal of Australia. It doesn't really look like that. Because whoever drew it didn't see one. You can tell you've well, been there for a while. The uh, yeah. well, as well, you know, the California state flag was not supposed to be a bear. It was supposed to be a pear. A bear. No, it was supposed to be a pear. A pear. Yes, because it was well, supposed to celebrate the agricultural rise of California as a state, as a, as a country. And eh, the bear looks cooler. I'm, I'm serious. Check 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 uh, check Snopes. It's on there. No, no, I, under, I I get it. But, yeah, you say I've been here for a while. I actually know more about, like, things like that than some people who are here because I was, like, talking to someone, and I was like, oh, yeah, the seal, the the coat of arms of Queensland has a brolga and a red deer on it. And they were like, what's a brolga? And I was like, they're in this fucking state. <laughs> they're, they're like those cranes. And they were like, oh. Well, usually, usually the immigrants know more than the natural citizens. I mean, well, it's because I've been I've been like noticing things. I think it's also because like, well, I don't know. Do you show her I'm the just... video of the deer getting trapped in the bus? <laughs> oh, I have not. Let me get that really quick. Oh what? shit, deer, deer. <laughs> I, I sent I sent this video to the guys 
uh, to the guys on Saturday night right before we got started. It's it's uh, okay. Nope. No, those are the Luigi death stairs. Here it is. Now watch the video I just sent you. Okay. <laughs> you already saw it, Red Ink. <laughs> it's still fucking, fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> Oh my god, oh, it's gonna be great, isn't it? Oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god. Fuck! <laughs> oh god. It's like my fucking nightmare come true. That would just freak me out. Well, you know, that's like that's like a that's a two hundred pound animal, maybe three hundred pound animal. Like running around like a fucking idiot, and you're and it's got sharp hooves. Like, yeah, I'm I I officially would be freaking the fuck out. Also, I would try to kill it because <laughs> fuck deer. They're rats with hooves. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Get down on your knees, deer. <coughs> fuck you, deer. Sorry, I really hate deer. It tastes so good. It, no, no, I love the taste of deer. I just deer are just like the worst animals on earth. They're like. <laughs> They're like stupid. They're they're in, insanely powerful. They freak out at the the. Ah, they're just horrible animals. And the fact that no one wants to go kill all of them is just like, come on, hunters, let's go kill all of them. They're essential to the wildlife. Yeah, well, yeah, well, we really, really, we should right. just put some wolves back out there to go kill them. But there are just too many damn deer. There are a lot of wolves out there. You just never see them. Too smart. Yeah. Well, I think now the population of deer in the U.S. is something around like 17 million, which I've heard is way higher than it should be. It is. Yeah. Let's go do what the Australians do with the kangaroos. Go call them and then we get to eat them. There you go. Yeah. I mean, deer farms around here. Yeah. Well, it's illegal in a lot of states. And also you should just go kill the wild deer anyway. They're rats with hooves. (laughs) Yeah, they are. They're fucking rats with hooves that can destroy but, your car. But don't you just don't you just love how, how just how crazy this deer is? Just this deer I'm is like freaking the fuck out. I'd be I'm freaking really, the fuck out. I am really, I am really, uh, like impressed with the bus driver for not losing his ever loving shit. Oh, if you actually look look at the end of the video, there's actually a guy all the way in the back of the bus. That guy's freaking out. And he's out. like reading a paper. He's like, it's like turning a page of the paper. And then when he notices that he like moves his bag closer to him, like the deer is going to grab his bag or something. Well, more like you know, if I need to do something, you know. <laughs> Did you just close the guy? I'm watching it again. I guess. Yeah, I see the guy now, and he's just like, whoa, wait, wait, oh, 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 oh. The thing we gotta be worried about is the wild pigs. Have you ever seen the movie Razorback? <laughs> it's about a it's about a giant wild boar on the loose, and it's hilarious because they have this huge animatronic this huge animatronic boar that can't move at all. <laughs> By Ben Heckendorf? <laughs> no, it's it could be one of his movies, but it's not. But it's uh. just it's the fucking funniest goddamn thing. <laughs> Because they're supposed to be scared of this boar, but it, it obviously it's heading towards the beach. It it can't move. <laughs> sorry, That's I'm just I, someone, tough. someone's so, sorry. Someone's asking for for like requests. She's gonna do drawings. 
And uh, and one person requested, draw Wolverine and Bucky chilling at the bottom of the Potomac together. Then I said, Bolton fucking reek in the leftover hole. Because this girl will draw that. What is this? What is what? Let me see this. I will bee, not eat that. Bee mochi. I would be so far away from that place. <laughs> Why? Why? This reminds me of the, of the Harry Partridge video, Dr. B. Why? No, why? Why would you do this? This makes absolutely this no sense. This has a has a shortage of bees. Wherever this is, wherever this is, I will be a thousand miles away. Because fuck bees. Well, no, not you know. There are bees disappearing. Neil, shame on you. So bees get in it, and then you can eat the bees out of it, or something. Yes. No, I think she's just being attacked by a bunch of fucking bees. This she's is just chicken. this is just stupid. It's like, why is this a thing? <laughs> because you're watching it. She's just rolling the looks, fucking bees right in there. <laughs> I mean, that looks fucking delicious, but like, also, why? No. <laughs> fucking bees! I mean, like, I'm okay with eating insects, but things that like 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 to stick me, you know, sting me. No. Yeah. Getting flashbacks to Boo Boo Runs Wild, where he's he's eating the honey and the bees are all over his tongue. Yeah. Like, uh Doctor Bees. Bees. It's beautiful. It's true. I just can't believe that. That's that's horrifying. She got two signs there. It's one without bees and one with bees. Hmm. More I've bees. had the. No, no, the worst thing I ever ate was uh, fried uh, silkworm larvae. Mm, that sounds good. It doesn't sound good to me. It's baby food in Korea. It's what? Baby food in Korea. That sounds delicious, actually, to me. But... <laughs> Grossest thing I ever ate was fly maggots. I didn't eat that on cho- by my choice. I'm trying to think what the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten is, and I've Hard pressed. Myself, I bought a chocolate bar one time and I was eating it, and fucking all of a sudden I noticed something was crawling on my hand. Oh, and shit. I flipped it upside down, and it just fucking covered in fly eggs. Uh, <laughs> oh <my God>. uh, <laughs> okay, I've got, I've got. That's actually that reminds me. Actually, I know what the most disgusting thing I've ever eaten. It wasn't like something like. Uh, like I've eaten sea urchin before, which is an interesting taste. Um, well, the only thing of that is the gonad. Yeah, it's really good. Um, actually, now that I think about it, but uh, but the worst thing I ever ate was I got one of those bacon chocolate bars, and I was eating it, and it tasted rotten. It was just just horrible. And then I looked at it, and it was expired. So the meat had started to. I looked down at it, and the meat had started to like gel and i was like oh great 
Yeah, I guess rotten food <laughs> is pretty fucking disgusting. Wow, that looks That's awesome. But no, no fly. I have actually eaten something and then seen flies and then been like, oh, well, I guess that's the end of that. <laughs> I've eaten ants before. Uh, they have like a, they have like a citrusy, lemony flavor. I've eaten ants like you know fried ants and things like that. Those are pretty good. And you know, back in the day, you occasionally would see like a fly in the rice, and it's like, well, what can you do? Whatever. Yeah, it's protein. What about moose nose? You ever tried that? Which one? Moose nose. No, I've never actually eaten moose. It's delicious. I, I, I've I prefer eaten, elk. I've eaten like snout, like pig snout before, and that's really good. Like, I would have probably like mo- moose snout since that, that's mostly muscle and probably like really nice and well, like tongue. The interesting thing about a moose's nose is a moose's nose is uh, actually prehensile to the same degree as an elephant's tusk. Yeah. It's all cartilage. <laughs> they could they could they could actually they could actually open doors with them if they were smart enough. Yeah. They are smart enough. There have been cases where they have done it. I was always told moose were really stupid. Well, I mean, like That's reassuring, like, but I wouldn't want to test it. Okay. <laughs> like let, me, let I think the way to put it is they're kind of like deer in that they're reactive, like so like they will do stupid things like run into cars and things like that. But when they're like not in a reactive mode, they're pretty smart. Yeah. Like they can. Yeah. They'll go out of their way to avoid humans. Yeah. Good. It's it's they're they're just they're 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 a hoofed mammal. They like they have the instinct of, oh, God, I'm being attacked. Act like a fucking idiot. Well, <laughs> the one thing one story I remember is uh, Les Stroud was, was telling a story about when he oh, went... Oh, uh, this was coming. Where Les Stroud was telling a story about when he was kayaking, and he kayaked into a moose's territory during mating season, and he had to, like, scurry up a tree really quickly or else yeah, he was going to be killed. Deal with a, with a bull moose with raging hormones. <laughs> They'll knock down the tree if, you, if, I can, if they see you run up it. Easily knock it down. What do you think of Les Stroud? Les Stroud? Yes. Survivor Man. He's pretty good, but I seen him going to northern Alberta where I was raced and he fucking puked his guts out. It was hilarious. <laughs> well, he's in a fucking a swamp with muskeg and shit, and the only food he could find were these roots from these fucking plants. And I knew he was going to ralph his guts out as soon as I seen him try to eat them. Man. Well, uh, another friend of the show, I... Uh, Tim is Canadian, and Tim says he's okay, but he's a Toronto boy, so how tough could he be? <laughs> well, I'm not really like uh, up to it anymore. Like, I was taught how to survive in the bush and what to look for and shit, mm-hmm. but I can't remember right now. Well, I'm sure you could just you could read back up on it, and it would start coming back like when you do that when you start brushing yourself up on something i know how to find wild onions yeah and track a deer but that's about all i can do well in alberta, i know how to control oh go ahead in alberta it's pretty much berries and potatoes that's all you'll find no wild onions no wild onions that sucks 
like I don't really know any of that, but I do know how to make furniture out of like things you find in the trash, and I do know how to construct um, insulation from newspaper. And I was taught a lot of like Great Depression sort of things, <laughs> like you know how to reuse things and and like how to make things stretch and things like that. So I guess like I was taught like an urban version of like being a nomad. Like if you have to be homeless, here's how to how to do it. I can gut a deer. That's a good skill. I, I can kind of gut it. an animal, like because uh, I was like taught that in high school. Can you Even, do it? Go ahead, Red. Can you do it before it pisses itself? <laughs> Probably not. We never yeah. actually got live. Unfortunately, we never got live animals. Well, the thing is, the way I do it is, you, you know, pretty much you can take all the organs out in one go. Yeah, and there's a sack. Yeah. yeah, it's like you, from the tongue all the way down to the bottom. It's it's it's, it's gross. The, the yeah the steaming smell. It's I okay. Let's talk about something else. Uh, yeah. Too. What? Hernia. Inside huh? that sack too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, know I how admit to do that, that I wasn't. I know how to skin it. I know pretty much how to get a couple of good cuts off it. I can't really butcher that that well. That's what the guy at the smokehouse does. Yeah, I, I'll admit that I prefer to have my animals like uh, butchered by someone else who's much better than I am. Plus, well, I really don't have access to a lot of dead animals. When you kill a deer, you gotta field dress it immediately because if it yeah. pisses itself, it'll ruin its meat. Yeah, I know, but like I said, I just get I just get the two halves of the carcass, and then I oh, go so to the you've smoke. Already, so you've already so you've already gotten like it cleaned out and stuff. Yeah. Like I said, you yeah. clean it out, you get the two halves of the carcass, you get, you drive to the, you put it in the back of the pickup truck, you drive to the smokehouse and you have them take care of the rest for you. Hey, hold on. Hey, do you smell fire? Uh-oh. Yeah. Burning. Yeah. Oh, okay. Sorry. I smelled something burning and I was like trying to figure out what it was. My ears are burning. Well, actually now I think I should probably like get off and maybe attempt a little bit of work today. All right. So, uh, thanks for having me on, and uh, I'll come back. All right. Okie dokie. All right. See y'all. See ya. Bye. See you Bye-bye. in the chat.